It is the Wave, 97.9 WHAV. I guess Education Day today here on uh, Win for Breakfast. Uh, on the line with us is Justin Bartholomew, Superintendent of Schools at Pentucket Regional School District. And uh, Justin, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. Win, good morning. Happy New Year to you. Well, Happy New Year to you as, as well, too. How are the... Um, uh, how are the buildings holding up with all the cold temperatures? Yeah, I mean, that's it's one of those things about Kentucky Regional School District with the high school and the middle school. We're glad we're getting that new building because this is the time of the year where your heart just skips a few beats when the temperatures get that low because we know the infrastructure is not super sound. Um, but thus far, we're, we're, we're moving along pretty well. We've had uh, small things we've been able to fix and, and to keep things going, but yeah, it's... We're happy. I know you said this earlier, but 15 degrees sounds a lot better than yesterday's five degrees. So we'll take what we can get. Uh, yeah, we'll take it and and run with it too. Now the uh, I'm, my mind has just uh, uh, gone back to uh, to heating and plumbing because I've I've seen some stories about pipes bursting with the cold weather. The uh, heating system and the pipes that are uh, with the uh, with the new construction. You're not using the old stuff, are you? No, great. That's a great point. No, in, in that new building, it's all new pipes. Originally, the idea was we'd be able to use the, the original pipes that had been put in there. They're already in place, and we just tap off more water and heating on those. But uh, we knew when in that discussion that was not going to be something we could do because we just continuously have these problems. So it's all brand new pipes going in there, which is which is great because that that will take care of, uh, especially because you have fields and parking. That are that are going to be above those pipes. You don't need to be digging holes into things that were just created. So, yep, all all brand new infrastructure there. Uh, that's a that's a good thing, and and that just uh, makes it a little bit easier for the teachers to teach the students to learn, and for you to uh, you know carry on other programs too. And um, uh, you know, prior to coming on the air, you were talking about a uh, a program you're doing with uh, that is dealing with some testing. Yeah, so, so we've got a, a, um, a great partnership that we have with Mass General Hospital that we started this year, and it, 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 tar- it, it focuses in on early grades, students in kindergarten, and what, we, what it does is it's a screening. So Mass General Hospital is interested in these screenings because it helps them identify students who might have uh, medical needs, but that, that specifically dyslexia. And dyslexia, obviously, a challenging reading disability that uh, children have, so they want to start these screens early, and, and it, we've been fortunate to have this partnership and put this in place. Um, and, and obviously, when you're in kindergarten, you're five, you're five years old. So um, the results they get from there, they help monitor. They're able to monitor the children to make sure they progress well. If there are problems, uh, those children are able to get help earlier than rather than waiting two, three, four, five more years to figure out that there is a, a significant problem. So that's just been an excellent partnership we've had with uh, Mass General. I don't know how you can tell, especially with a young child. I, w- I want to say that my father might have been dyslexic in addition to being left-handed, which uh, at that time they, they wanted everybody to write with their right hands. Yeah, that, 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 of course, that was, there were so many things that were institutionalized. They were trying to get all everyone doing the same thing. And, and obviously if you were a lefty natural and going to write, that was going to cause quite a few problems, quite a few problems. And here... Exactly, you're exactly right. That early on, they're not going to find and say, yep, certainly that, that child is dyslexic. But it, there are indicators that they know and they, you know, teachers certainly know that there, there might be a problem, but they're able to keep eyes and, and monitor those children, which is um, 
is huge. I mean, it, it, it helps us work with the children, work with the family to address any needs and uh, get and make sure that the student has access to the best possible uh, support in, in progressing through their academic career. So that's the, the testing part. Uh, and uh, any training sessions coming up for teachers? Yeah, so so actually Mass General Hospital, they, they, they take care of that. But we do have, like there's a program we're doing with the high school. Um, it's called Mass, we work, we're working with Mass Insight. And that focuses on all sorts of training for teachers, uh, for AP courses. So if a teacher wants to teach an AP course, they can go through, receive this training. It focuses on the rigor, uh, what a good curriculum looks like. Uh, we, that's a partnership we're starting this year. They're going to have teachers will have access to professional development. Mostly it focuses in on the summer, but they're already coming in. They've been working with our educators. Uh, department chairs so far have been uh, the groups they've met with just to kind of give them an overview of what they're trying to do. But we really think this will help. I mean, we already have great, strong AP programs, and we just think this will make it even more diverse uh, in terms of giving, putting those tools in the toolbox for, for our teachers who are teaching those AP students. Now, I hate to admit this, but uh, when I was in uh, high school, I never, I never knew uh, what an AP course was. I, I don't even think they uh, they even talked about. It. They were smart kids, and then there were the kids in the middle, and then there were the kids that uh, weren't in the middle. Yeah, sure. That was the absolute the old tracking model. But e- e- I mean, even when I was in high school, you're you're right. I think there were a handful, maybe maybe three or four AP classes, and. Of course, as information becomes more accessible to our children, they just they have just such a greater breadth of uh, knowledge compared to what we had access to. So, with that comes just such a such an increase and explosion of different AP courses that are available. So, um, you know, and, and if a student's at that level and they think they can take an advanced placement course, then you, you want to make sure you can put it out there for them and challenge them. Now, that uh, reminds me to, to ask you, I, I know a lot, of, and I think you do too, the, but Pentucket Regional, do you have the uh, classes where they can get college credits? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, we do. We have great, we have fabulous partnerships, obviously, with Northern Essex Community College, uh, with Southern New Hampshire University, and we also have Merrimack College. So uh, we have quite a few students. Uh, last year, I know we had a couple students who, they graduated with their high school diploma and actually their associate's degree as well. And they got their associate's degree before they got their high school diploma because college finishes up before high school. So as students are going along, and it typically starts in, in their junior year, um, they can take courses, uh, they can take college courses and start getting credits. And that, you know, and that's a huge help. It's a huge help for a couple of different reasons. One, there's certainly a financial aspect to that where you can transfer those college courses to whatever college you're going to next, so you don't have to, you know, you could either graduate early, uh, or, to me, the bigger advantage is, well, now when you get into your freshman year, sophomore year, where we've all had to take, you know, you have to take your English class, you have to take the math classes in college, because you took those already uh, in college while you were a junior, senior in high school, you know, a lot of colleges accept those, so you don't have to take those introductory courses in college anymore. You can jump right into uh, things you're interested in, which for most of us, that that typically was something you had to wait to, uh, you know, your junior, senior year, maybe your second semester, your sophomore year. So, yeah, we're very proud of our, our, our students who are taking those classes. It's a great opportunity. Um, and it's a different exposure. Like, we, we all know there's that hesitancy 
when you go from elementary to middle, you go, oh, no, we're going, going to a new school. Things are going to be different. Middle to high school, same thing. And certainly high school to college is a, is a big adjustment. But I think it, those students who have that experience are able to grasp kind of what is expected of them in a college-level class. Um, and we've, you know, we've been working on expanding those partnerships. We expanded a couple of years ago, bringing Southern New Hampshire University into the fold. Um, so just very happy. And Northern Essex Community College has always been there, as has Merrimack College. Um, just ex- excellent partnerships. I, yeah, I didn't know about the. I knew about Northern Essex, but I didn't know about the other colleges. That's that's a great thing. Now I'm, I'm thinking that uh, this is probably the the uh, the time that the the kids going for early enrollment they're they're getting news from the the colleges they've applied to. Oh, it is that time of the year. I think that, that so we've already had we have on Twitter on the Twitter sphere world. Um, our counseling department posts up pictures of kids periodically, whether they've been accepted. And, yes, those started coming in in November, December. Uh, and, of course, that's, those are for early decision. And your regular decision, we'll start to see those trickling in in March, April. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we're excited for our kids. It, it's, as I think, for those of us who, who, who went to college, there's that nerve-wracking where we used to wait by the mailbox get the letter, and you're hoping for a thick envelope because if it was a thin envelope, you thought that was bad news. And today it's just so different because it's literally, they say, we're going to notify you via email at XYZ time. So, you know, students and their parents are sitting there watching those emails uh, to see what that decision is, or they're logging in to find out what the decision is. But, yeah, it's it's an exciting, obviously stressful um but I think college, as you know, it's it's all about the fit. You want the students to be in the right school that they feel, the school environment they feel the best in. Um, and I know that's that's you know, we've had a lot of success, obviously, doing that for our students. And of course, uh, the kids are you know getting set to to graduate too, and I'm I'm sure that they are making plans on the graduation ceremony and maybe placing yeah. uh, the the orders in for the class rings and things like that. Oh yeah. Right, when absolutely, and I'm glad you brought that up because I, just this is if for our listeners. If you could just pay attention to this story because it's an important one. I'm trying to solve this one. We had this situation where a gentleman called our office, came in, and he had with him uh, an old Pentucket Regional High School class ring, class of 1968. Um, and so he was doing work in Haverhill, on a, on a house in Haverhill, and it just kind of fell out of the ceiling. It's in great shape. Um, there's initials in on it. Um, they're, they're G-A-H. And, and in the yearbook, the Class of 68 yearbook, there's nobody with those initials, G-A-H. Um, so what we're hoping to do, it's a again, Class of 1968 Pentucket Regional High School class ring. What we're trying to do is help this gentleman reunite the ring with, his, with the owner uh, of the ring. So... If anybody has any information, they think they might know who that ring belongs to, we would love to have an alumni get their class ring back. Um, and, and the phone number for the school is nine, or the, for the district office is 978-363-2280. Um, and so any information, if, you, if your listeners happen to know, class of 1968, GAH, again, it's not in the yearbook. That The, the person's not in the yearbook, but... We'd love to have that reunited. It's just a great special interest story, I think. Uh, have you uh, have you tried to contact anybody with a last and last name starting with an H? Yeah, we sure have. 
<laughs> we sure have <laughs> struck out all. So, so we're thinking it might it might have been someone who you know I, I I don't know in the 1960s. I know when I was in school, I think they bought the class rings their sophomore or junior year. Um, so it might have been someone who bought the class ring but left, you know, and went, and went to another school, or they moved. Um, so all, all those are possibilities. Uh, that, I just thought it was really neat that there was a, a construction worker who was working on a home in Haverhill, and just all of a sudden this this ring fell out uh, from the ceiling, and it's it's it's, it's just really a, a really neat story. Hey, that certainly is. It reminds me of the uh, Christmas Vacation movie where Chevy Chase puts a <laughs> Well, uh, Justin, we'll get you back in a couple of weeks. Anything else you'd like to bring up today? I just want one shout-out to uh, Coach Ruth Beaton. Um, she's our field hockey coach. She led our uh, led our field hockey kids to uh, the Final Four in this year and to, with a total record of 19-2-1, historic season, never been done in Kentucky's history. Uh, she's been with the program uh, for, for 25 years. I mean, she's, oh, sorry, 25. She's been in the program for almost 30 years. But because of just the amazing obstacles they overcame, their incredible um, run in through the state tournament, uh, she was recognized the United States Field Hockey Coach of the Year. So just a shout-out to Ruth Beaton, well, well-deserved Kentucky graduate. And uh, you, can't, you can't beat it when you have a hometown person who, just instills all his virtues, values, and work ethic into the next generation of kids. We just just love to see it, and that recognition just so well deserved. That's the entire United States. That is the entire United States. Wow, that's fantastic! All right, hey, uh, uh, Justin, I want to thank you, and, and uh, yeah, we'll get you back in in a few more weeks, and and we'll catch up on the uh, see if anybody can find where that ring belongs to. That would ring. be. A good thing. <laughs> All right. Thank Good, you. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Justin Bartholomew, superintendent of the schools, Pentucket Regional School District, our guest this morning on The Wave, 97.9 WHAV. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV. Catch the wave. WHAV.